Witches. Legends. Ghosts. Oh. My. <laughs> I'm Hunter. I'm Jade. And this is episode 15. The and theme for yes. this episode is belligerent. Yes. So this was an interesting one, I will say, because yes. I feel like we had to be creative also. We did. <laughs> so, did you know what belligerent meant before we started? Stupid, angry, loud. Is what you thought belligerent is meant? Is what I thought it meant. And I didn't actually look it up. Oh, okay. Well, it, I mean, I feel like angry and loud could go for it because, go for it, could, could be, could be part of it. Um, but I looked up the definition because I thought I knew the word, but I wasn't sure. Oh. And I guess it means like aggressive or hostile. So yeah. yeah. Same vibes. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, what I would have known that from. Reading, probably. <sighs> yeah, probably. Just the vocab of reading. Well, I remember when um, I was reading younger. This is some as someone who read growing up and, and read things more than heard words. I, for the longest time, thought that asylum was like asylum. And then I thought that Persephone was Persephone. My friend Bella, our friend Bella, <laughs> um, says Persephone. What is it? Persephone? That's the wrong way. Yeah. yeah, she says that. That's how she pronounces it. And every time I correct her, and she's like, yeah, I know. I just, it's always says it in my head the other way. If you know, then stop. 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 Well, my mom thought that Ginny was pronounced Guinea. Um, and she thought Hermione was pronounced Hermione or something yeah, Hermione like that. or something. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. I didn't re- read the Harry Potter books until... Like, way after the movies came same, out. So same. I had the privilege of knowing how the names were actually pronounced. Yes. Yeah, that was very nice going into not having to, like, guess. Be like, hmm. should I also Google can you Guinea? this? It's just bad. Guinea. Gibby. Gibby. <laughs> oh, you can hear jingle jangling. It's the cat. Oh, tail. you can see a tail if you're watching oh, it. Oh, and she she's lays. She's laying. Very cute. We have oh. a guest. An unseen guest. But she's here in spirit she's for you guys. Spirit. So, okay. I the theme belligerent. Yes, the theme is belligerent. I decided to go with something that, like, used that a lot when just being, like, described. Okay. In, like, a ghost kind of way. Yeah. So, I found, like, the provoking of ghosts. Okay. So, like, it's exactly what it sounds like. Okay. It's not like, yeah. Um... So this is something that some, not all, paranormal investigators do in order to like get a rise out of ghosts. Um, it is called provoking, and this is the exact definition that I found. Um, well, for this specific for, yes, reason, yes. Um, the use of any combination of insults, profanity, slurs, and or rude, belligerent comments mm. by a paranormal investigator during an investigation with the intent to anger or upset a spirit or ghost in such a way that motivates the ghosts or spirits to manifest itself in some form or another. So they okay. can either catch it, the, the like audio or visual right. or something okay. like that. So... It's like the conscious effort to get these spirits riled up to be able to like throw something across the room or like 
make a noise oh. with like the EVP or something like that. So they want the ghosts to like prove that they're there. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And to manipulate the environment. Exactly. And I was reading a lot that like um a lot of times people try and do this when they have like skeptics with them because they want they want okay. to prove that like there are right. ghosts and stuff. Okay. Um so usually this is from what I read, not like I said, not every paranormal investigator does this. And usually it's like saved as a last resort kind of a thing. Provoking them? Yeah. Okay. And they like ask everyone if it's okay that they start to provoke them first because they, you know, people can get hit or things can be thrown True. at them okay. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So they bully the ghosts. Okay, because pause. Yeah. I watched, I watched, um, or free, or sometimes still do watch, um, I think... What are they called? They have like a name. Oh, Unsolved. I don't know. Shane and. Yeah, Unsolved Mysteries. And Brian. Yeah. But now they have their own YouTube channel, whatever. So when they do like their ghost things, normally it's Shane who like does the provoking. Like he insults them. Goat man. Demon? Demon? Demon. Demon. (laughs) Oh, and I think it's hilarious. Yes. So is that like. Yes. Okay. That's exactly it. Okay. Yeah. Like, trying to make, he like, trying to make them, like, seem weak as if, like, that like, would... oh, you're not going to show yourself yes. to me because you're scared, blah, blah, blah. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> might call them names. Okay. Might shout profanities at them. Um, might call them out for being losers <laughs> or, like, stuff like that. Essentially, this continues until they get the evidence that they're looking for. So they'll just, like, keep going. I just like keep going until like a box flies across the room. The lights start flickering. Something. Okay. Anything. Yeah. Anything. Any sign. Yeah. So there is some controversy with this. Actually, you can imagine. Okay. Some paranormal investigators um, that don't like to provoke ghosts mm-hmm. um, say it's not appropriate to be like insulting, rude, whatever. In like during life to to people who are alive so why should you do it like especially why should you do it to people who are dead kind of a thing but a lot of people just do it without even they're just like eh loser get get the (laughs) fuck over here (laughs) like right you know so then they listed like different reasons why they might choose to provoke and I'm gonna save the most interesting one for last because I learned something that I didn't know about Like, hauntings and stuff. Okay. So, one of them is, like, they might provoke if they have been going to the same place for a while and haven't... They know that something's there, but they haven't been able to get anything and they've done their research. They know what people have died there and what ghosts they are. So, they know exactly what to say that will, like, bother them. Okay. Yeah. I never thought about, like, that. Yeah, they have to, like, research and stuff ahead of time. Someone was, like, every... Like, on one of the articles, it was like, every good paranormal investigator researches before they go. And I was like, I feel like that was throwing shade. I know, seriously. (laughs) So, yes. Then this could be if, if the ghosts have no motivation to, like, do something to show that they're there. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just like, I don't give a shit that you're here. Yeah. This is assumed that ghosts can hear you. Okay, but have no interest in showing that they hear you or in responding. 
So, like cats. So, <laughs> literally like a cat. Oh, no. They hear you and they just don't. No. Not even like they a They know glance. what you're saying. Yeah. Not even a glance no. sometimes. No. Not even a twitch of the ear sometimes. No. Like literally. Just right fully ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. In cases like this, provoking can be a good way to motivate the ghosts from a place of rage or anger. So basically they're like any strong type of emotion can get a ghost to like do something. Okay. But. So it doesn't have to be just be anger is what you're saying. Right. However, anger and like rage is the easiest one to provoke and the easiest one that would get you angry enough or emotional enough to throw something or to run into someone or like whatever it is that they're looking for specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, But they say there are other types of emotions. Sometimes they will try to use like humor with like children maybe or like sadness with like maybe a grieving mother. Like you try Mm -hmm. and get her, you know, that something like grieving, grieving ghost mother, ghost mother, grieving. Yes. Um, Or lust. They didn't give any examples for that though. Uh, do you remember that one movie that we watched? The one I don't movie. even remember the name of it. No, couldn't I? Don't even know. I, I don't, don't know how we found it that second time to show Kyle because that's that was crazy that we managed to find it. I don't know, but basically, this girl has sex with the ghost, right? Well, I don't think it was consensual. No, uh, it wasn't? Not that one. Not the first one that they show. Oh, but I thought she was into it. Well, when she woke up and realized that there was no one there, <gasps> she was like not okay, into true. it at all. Oh, I forgot she was sleeping. <laughs> I forgot she was sleeping. <laughs> no, there's another scene. There's God, another. It's awful. It's, it's really bad. It's hilarious. And you, I have, like, it goes into places where, like, why? Why did it go there? Like, True, like truly, like, like disturbing. Like genuinely, <laughs> like genuinely. You took it too far. Yeah, like, it's a weird concept to start with. Uh, and and you somehow continue, made it like yeah, you passed the line stranger. even further. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, I hope you never ever ever know what we're talking about. Yeah, I hope you find don't it because it's truly yeah. not good. No, and it's not. It follows, and it's not the entity. Just so everyone knows. If you are thinking we're talking about those movies, false. We're not. <laughs> it's very like um, indie. Very indie. Very. Ba- it's just very bad. It's really not good. It's really not, not just good. like the story and whatever, but it's just the acting. Oh, the acting. Oh, the acting. The special effects. The, the special. The effects. The the. the, the <laughs> we don't want to spoil it for you, so. Anyone that was at that sleepover that saw that that night knows exactly, exactly what we're talking, what we're talking about. about. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so anyway, um, those are other types of emotions used, but rage, anger, like I said, is the best because it's what gets spirits. Okay, no, wait, things. wait, wait. Yeah. So, 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 so. You're trying to I'm trying get a to ghost to lust after get you. Get a ghost to lust what? after me. Like, so you're... Where are we going? You're really trying to, I thought you were going to ask. <laughs> you're trying to get this ghost aroused for it to throw, throw something? Like, I don't know. No. No. It's not gonna like... No, that's... They're saying that 
anger is the best one to get the throwing something. Other things can be used to get other right. What other things are we reaction to get? Throwing? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Go sex. <laughs> right. I'm like, what else? Why? Else yeah. Would you go that route. Okay. Okay. And then this was really interesting. So there's different types of hauntings that I that are like named and I didn't know oh. this. So okay. there's intelligent haunting, residual haunting, mm. poltergeist hauntings, that's pretty self-explanatory, and demonic hauntings. Okay. Intelligent hauntings is where the ghosts or spirits are aware that you as a person are there. And they are capable of being able to interact with you, whether they decide to or not is like mm. not, doesn't mm-hmm. have to do with it, but they know that you're there is like, is like the main part. Mm-hmm. Residual haunting, on the other hand, is when ghosts are more like, like videos of things in the past, basically. So like a person going about opening cupboards, but they do it over and over again every mm. day. They don't know that you're there. They might not even know that they're that dead. They're there or that they're dead. That's why a lot of times people will like say that they'll see a ghost go through a door or go through a wall, but like 50 years prior when mm. they had, you know, lived there, when the ghost right. had lived there, mm-hmm. there used to be a door there. And so That's that those are the residual. So like the oh. one where it's like the um the well, one that's the kind that you want. That's the kind you want, yes. So, like, at the, the lighthouse, right? Like the mom yeah. telling the kid to go to bed. Yeah. I feel like that's, like, or a residual one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so the poltergeist and demonic ones technically fall under intelligent hauntings because, once again, right. that you, but yeah. don't, don't provoke don't. them. Don't. Just, just don't. don't. Do, just don't do that. Just don't do that. Um, yeah. Really not good. Very much not recommended, especially for the demonic hauntings. Um, yeah. Don't provoke them. No pro- mm. Unless they're hot. What? Demon? Demon. Demon. Um, so that's where the lust comes in. Got it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, that's all I have. There wasn't a lot for this. But I hear that you have a good one. Elliot, I think it's good. I'm excited. I have zero idea. She didn't even give me anything to go off of. No. Okay. So, belligerent. Hostile. Aggressive. Pirates. Yes. I'm talking about a pirate. A famous pirate. Ooh. Um, And everyone's probably going to be like, oh, you're going to talk about Blackbeard. False. I'm not talking about Blackbeard. (laughs) False. Because Blackbeard, I guess, is known for being the best pirate but he actually was like quite bad like a bad pirate like Like, he didn't plunder as many ships as he probably could have oh like so i'm talking about like one of the best pirates like according to the pirates according to no like the best pirates not like oh he's such a good guy but like wow he's really he's done a lot of awful things. well yeah like best pirate according to the pirates who would say whoever does like the most amount of bad stuff would be the best pirate. Sure. I guess, but I would still see that as the best pirate too. I'm talking about Bartholomew Roberts. I don't think I've ever heard of this nope. man. I have never heard of this man before. I, okay. Because I, I was looking up 
I like literally typed in, I think I typed in belligerent folklore or something. Okay. And something about an article about Blackbeard came up. So then Ooh. I was like looking up Blackbeard. But as I was looking up Blackbeard, one of the articles was like, but Blackbeard wasn't like the greatest known pirate or whatever. I mean, he was the greatest known pirate, but he wasn't like the, the most greatest pirate, pirate. pirate. And so that's who Bartholomew Roberts um, is. Okay. Uh, yeah. Never I'm excited. Before. But he was a Welsh pirate. Um, and like I said, one of the most successful in the golden age of piracy. Which is, when was that? I'm thinking it's from like the 1600s to like the 18. I mean, yeah, 1600s to the 1800s. Probably more like the 1700s to the 1800s. It goes into the 1800s. This golden wow. Pirates. They're around for a long time. Well, I mean, they're technically still around too. Uh, technically, they're just not like not really. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a thing with pirates. Are you going to tell your story? I was obsessed with Captain Jack Sparrow. Mm-hmm. So obsessed, in fact, that there was a... He was on the back of a cereal box, and I had my parents cut out the picture of him on the back of the cereal box, and I carried it with me in my backpack throughout the entirety of elementary school. And my crush took it from me, because I would, like, have it out to look at throughout the day. My crush took it from me, because I brought it to recess, and he was running and I chased him for my picture of Captain Jack Sparrow on the back of a cereal box. Do I know who your crush was? I don't know. Do you know who my crush was? You could say it. I don't care. I don't know. Oh, I'm asking. It was Matthew Coleman. I do know who that is. I saw him at Target grade. the other day. Really? Yeah, he. I don't think is he's he recognized me. He's so tall. I would expect that. He was always, like, tall and, and thin. Yeah. He's not, he doesn't look what like too word? fit, scrawny. No. Yeah, lanky. No. Lanky. That's he does word. not look lanky anymore. He's more filled out. Mm. But I don't know if he either just didn't see me or he just didn't recognize me at all. <laughs> <laughs> or he just doesn't like you. Or he hated me. Uh, could be. Could be. I had a lot of people. No, I'm kidding. I don't think <laughs> no I one, like anyone. <laughs> literally no one hated you. I had so many people. <laughs> There's no jokes we made there, no. So yeah, he, he took it from me and he was running around. Did you get it back? I did get it back. Good. Did he, like, rip it or anything? No, he didn't. Why did he take it? Because... Was he jealous? <laughs> <laughs> he was jealous I think we Jack Sparrow? I think we both liked each other, honestly, because we would do this thing where we would bully each other. Oh. Like, not, like, bully. But, yes. But bully, as in, like, a how much... Like, we, like, fake punch each other. Right. Well, and by fake punch, I mean, like, like, a play punch, not, like, a fake. Like, we did physically make contact with each other <laughs> but um, it was yes i yes but it was not a great we aren't beating, beating each, each other up <laughs> give me back my picture of captain jack sparrow <laughs> there's none of that but yeah so i like pirates and when taika taika watiti taika watiti came yep. out with a show called our flag means death and if you have not seen it oh please go see it there's a character <laughs> named jim who has my heart I love him, her, them. You, if you watch the show, you would understand. Okay. It's very confusing. But, yeah, that show's so good. It's about Blackbeard. And it's about Blackbeard falling in love with another man who left his family. And he is, like, from a rich family. and But he's bored with his monotonous... He was bored with his monotonous... Monotonous? Monotonous? Monotonous. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how to say this word. He was bored with his monot 
monotonous. Um, <laughs> please don't edit this out. He, the gentleman pirate, was bored with his monotonous life. So he built a ship and he set sail with this ragtag crew who want violence, but he's from a rich family and he thinks violence is gross and he's been made fun of for being soft. And so his plunders are like <laughs> coming up on like a rowboat with two people in it and they <laughs> like pretend to threaten them and he like jumps on their ship and he's like looking around looking for loot and he like steals a potted plant that they have with them and it's just so funny because Black Not the plant! Black is supposed to be scary and then he's not at all scary <clears throat> and he falls in love with this other pirate man and it's glorious the ending though is a little angsty so but just a warning I, but <laughs> just a warning but I like pirates where where why did I say this because you're talking about pirates okay I just Bartholomew sure Roberts Bartholomew but he was also known as Black Bart you want to know oh. why he was known as Black Bart I'm assuming he wasn't black he was not black okay but he was so tan that they called him Black Bart. Oh my god, that's really fucked. Yep. Yeah. That's really I fucked. read that and I was like, oh. Oh. So he didn't make up that name himself, but like people just called him. Yeah. Uh, and he started living on the sea, not as a pirate because he was 13, but he started living on the sea at age 13. Can you can you not like officially be a pirate? Oh, until I don't. You're a I mean, age? like you probably could, but like I just mean he's not like he doesn't have any leadership roles, I guess. But he's still a pirate. I mean, I guess he's just I don't like think... one of the lower yeah, members. Yeah, like, the like he swabs the decks. He yes, <laughs> but I guess uh, when he was a young man. So as a young man, Robert served as a second mate on the Princess of London, which was a slave ship. Yikes! And then in February of 1720. He joined the crew of a Welsh pirate known as Howell Davis, mm. who then captured the, the like the Princess of London, the ship. Mm -hmm. So, so I don't know necessarily that Roberts became um, joined his crew by choice um, oh, right. or by force right. because he was taken, taken over. by them. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it was at that time that Roberts changed his Christian name to Bartholomew. So, Bartholomew's real legal name was John. And he, like Bartholomew more. he voluntarily changed his name from John to Bartholomew to make it more difficult for the authorities to discover his identity. I don't know, huh? I don't, I, like, it's, he's just trying to get a new identity, I guess. I, okay. But he kept the same last name. So instead of John Roberts, he goes by Bartholomew Roberts. Roberts. Called Black Bert from other people. But when Davis, the captain of the Princess mm -hmm. of London, mm -hmm. died, mm -hmm. Roberts was elected uh, by the crew to take over as captain. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> to become captain of the slave ship. While captain, he crisscrossed basically all over the Atlantic Ocean. Okay. Um, and total, he plundered, plundered meaning like took over and stole their stuff and like either took the crew or like Killed them all and blah blah blah. Uh, that's what I mean by plunder. So like, he plundered in his lifetime four hundred or so ships. Holy shit! Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure Blackbeard only plundered like 
between 20 and 50 in his uh, lifetime. Um, and Bartholomew plundered 400. And that sometimes, instead of, like, plundering single ships, he was able to capture entire fleets. He once how? captured 11. I don't know. I don't understand. With his one ship? With his one ship. He did not, in fact, plunder multiple ships with just one. He definitely had more than one ship in his fleet to then plunder 11 ships of another fleet. I don't know what past Hunter was thinking. He's got some, like, Captain Jack Sparrow luck on his side. Oh, literally. So the <laughs> captain of these other slave ships that he, the 11 that mm-hmm. he, like, plundered at once. Right. The captain of those were asked for the quantity of gold um, to get their ships back again. So, like, we took your ships. If you want to pay us, you have to pay us. Which I think is so funny. And one captain, because he took 11 ships, so one of those 11 ships refused. And so Bartholomew covered his ship in tar and burnt it with 80 slaves still inside of it. And all the the crew? Yes. He, like... Yep. So, he didn't care. That's where the belligerence comes in. (laughs) Aggressive. Um, Roberts would also use local intelligence to gain information about particular, particular fleets. And he would also, like, use like, various ruses, um, such as flying a nation's flag to, like, approach the target to, like, be able to get closer to then plunder it. But sometimes Roberts was not just interested in plunder. In 1720, he just set fires. He set fire He's to a whole host of ships in revenge for a recent hanging of some pirates on St. Kitts. So he did it for revenge, too. Not just, I want more money. Although he... But, to do it for money. But he also wanted to do that it That was, money. like, literally his job. Yeah. Self-appointed. Self-appointed. So even though Roberts was a very charismatic leader, he did suffer one mutiny and Do you know what mutiny is? I feel like yes in context, okay. but if you ask me to define it for you, I wouldn't be able to. So mutiny is when the ship decides to work together to kill the captain. Okay, that's... Okay, so, like, a coup, but, like, for pirates. Sure. I don't know what a coup is. I know what a mutiny is. Pirates. It's, I, think I don't know. It's, I think it's the same thing. Okay. <laughs> so even though he was charismatic, he suffered a mutiny in 1720 when oh. a lieutenant, Walter Kennedy, made off with two ships that he captured. <gasps> also, strangely enough, I guess Bartholomew didn't drink alcohol. Okay. But I feel like that's a pirate thing. That is a like, very pirate. Pi- the most pirate pirate, pirate doesn't drink. Yes, right? Like, I feel like they wake up. And, like, I don't think they drink anything other than alcohol. No. That's, I mean, Captain Jack Sparrow, come on. <laughs> Always drunk. Always drunk. But, like, that's how they function. Yeah, not Bartholomew. Maybe that's why he was the great. It all makes sense. It all makes sense. <laughs> so, Bart, something else. Bart, Bart, Bart knows what's up. So, this is a quote um, from him about, like, why he did piracy. Quote, in an honest service, there is thin commons, low wages, and hard labor. In this, plenty and Quote, in an honest... Oh my god. Quote, in an honest service, there is thin commons, low wages, and hard labor. In this... 
plenty, and lots of food. Pleasure and ease, liberty and power. And who should not balance creditor on this side when all the hazard that is run for, at worst, is only a sour look or two at choking? No, a merry life and a short one shall be my motto. So he literally says, I'm here for a good time, not for a long time. <laughs> literally, Bartholomew made that quote. Thank you. you thank <laughs> you for uh, explaining what, what he said, because I was like, you're saying, you're like speaking in tongues right now. Yeah, no. That's riddles, yep. just riddles. Riddles. That's good old Bart. Good old Bart. Good old black Bart. Mm. He's white. But I guess he was partial to dressing up for like a woman. No. <laughs> no. Oh. No. He just wore like kind of like the gentleman pirate that I was talking about. He wore silks and oh. he would wear specifically bright red silks in bright battle, red. and he would fully be dressed up. He would wear a gold chain around his neck with wow. a diamond cross hanging off oh, of it. The cross, of course. He had a sword in his hand. Okay. And uh, he wore a hat with a red feather in it. And uh. then, this is where it gets confusing. So he had two pis- two pairs. Two pair- he had two pistols hanging at the ends of a silk sling flung over his shoulders. Okay. Got it. So he just had, like, two pistols hanging off of him? Yeah, they have, it's like a, I'm assuming it's not just like a, just hanging there. Like, it's just a silk holder for, oh, okay. you know what Maybe, I mean? Maybe, yeah. I'm picturing just, Ew. so chaotic, just hoop pistols like, tied It's to like a, a bed sheet. <laughs> Literally. And then he has a sword. <laughs> With his fancy hat. <laughs> and his bright red. Bright red coat. <laughs> so I guess the, f- uh, the French, because I, I, I also guess that the French were like, they're his, the people that he stole from the most were oh okay the French. interesting. Um, so I guess the French nicknamed him. Apologies for this pronunciation. Oh, tell me. Le Le Jolie Rouge. And so he was known as the Jolly Roger. I guess. <gasps> I feel like I've heard of that. Ah, uh, yeah, I've heard of that too. Jolly Roger. Where did have I? Hmm. Hmm. Jolly Roger. His most famous, so they called, yeah, the Jolly Roger. They also called, like, his flag the Jolly Roger. So the most famous Jolly Roger flag because he had multiple? Multiple kinds. Okay. Most famous, though, is him drinking a cup of wine with a skeleton or devil grasping a burning spear. Huh. (laughs) He also had, like, other banners um, showing him... With a sword and standing on top of two skulls. And under the skulls were the letter ABH and AMH. Signifying that they represented the decapitated heads of the governors of Barbados and Martinique, respectively. A bar- Barbadian head and a Mart- Martinquan head. And that was one of his other most famous flags. Huh. Do you have pictures? I have uh, pictures of one. I don't know where the other one went. I swear I had a picture of it. It's... All of the flags. Oh my god, it's not at all what I was expecting. No, right? Right? Literally, all the flags look like this. Like this horribly, horribly oh done god. skeleton. Oh god, it's awful. It's really bad. It's really, it's really, really bad. bad, right? It's really bad. In the show that I was talking about, he has a flag with just him, like, standing there. And he has, like, a double ears or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that flag looks so awful. I wonder if it's just for the show. No. No, that's just no, how they that's were. that's how they were. 
So, which I guess, yeah, they're gonna use, they have huge pieces of fabric that they're cutting to, like, put this on. Like, I don't right. think people are doing, nobody's doing shading and no. stuff, okay? No, that's a very good point. Uh, just, I think that's hilarious. Um, in terms of ships, I guess most pirates preferred, um, like, smaller but faster ships. Makes sense. But Roberts actually commanded a large ship with 42 oh. cannons or 52 According to some people, most ships would have half those amount of cannons, but his had 42. And um, he called his ships the Royal Fortune. Okay. So he had a, he would work his way up capturing bigger and better armed vessels over his years, mm-hmm. and he would u- reuse the name Royal Fortune multiple times. Like on the n- next yes. biggest yes. and better, like... Yes. That's funny. You're like, okay, this is the new one because it's better than you. I just like that name a lot. Okay. Um, But I guess the most famous Royal Fortune was a French warship that was built around 1697. (sighs) He was able to capture it because he had all of his buddies. His buddies. He had his friends. Okay. So this famous French warship that he captured near Martinique actually had the Martinique mayor... Or governor on it. Um, and so Roberts killed him by hanging. At least he wasn't burned to death. Yeah, know? I guess. <laughs> Roberts likes to do that. Yeah, well. He um, didn't want to ruin his new ship. True. True. How can you stop it? I mean, yeah. Just like he predicted, he did die pretty young. <laughs> he did die? He, he did. <laughs> just like he predicted, he did die. So he was born teen... Fourteen. <laughs> he was born in 1682. Fourteen. And died in 1722. That's 40 years, right? 80 to 22. Hey, sorry. Yes. Yes. Four years. Four, four years. 40. He's four, four years old. He's four years old. <laughs> most famous He's pirate. the most famous pirate. <laughs> At four. So, yeah, so he died in February of 1722. They were on board the Royal Fortune. In Gavin. The latest royal The fortune. latest. The latest and greatest. <laughs> greatest edition. To the royal fortune. <laughs> in Gabon. I don't know where that is. But he was in Gabon. Um, and they spent the previous night partying to celebrate their latest round of capture. Gabon is in Africa. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so they were in Gabon celebrating the latest round of captures. And I guess the next day they went back on their ship. Mm-hmm. And they had a engagement with the Royal Navy. Okay. Um, commanded the by Royal K- Navy of England. I don't know. Okay. Just a Royal Navy or a Royal Navy of I of think Gabon. Mm, I'm gonna guess the British. I feel like it'd be the British. Yeah, that's right. And the Royal Navy was captained by Captain Ogle. I think is Ogle. how his name was pronounced. And Ogle has been searching, had been searching Roberts for several months. A tropical mm. storm began as they were fighting so the two strips the two ships, ships struggled to maneuver in a position of in, like advantage over the other right one. and as they were like passing like close to each other in the middle of this storm roberts was hit in the throat by metal that like fell off from one of the cannons like because <gasps> pieces would fall. oh no so he yeah he died and his body was thrown overboard by his men because he told him to do that so that he could not be like hanged in public even though he's already dead like they knew he would they would hang his body right. as like a sign yeah and so he told his crew Aww. to just throw my body overboard 
Well, I feel like that definitely makes sense with like pirate stuff too. Like you would want right? to go to rest at the sea, you know? True. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I just like I as I was reading it, I like laughed because I was like, why? <laughs> like literally, why? And then then when I read more, I explained it. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, okay, so that, that makes, makes a lot of sense. Oh, why? Literally, I'm like when he died, they threw him overboard. I was like, what? huh? So they all hated him. But, is what I mean, <laughs> I was like, oh, like they were gonna. Uh, they planned they this. Mut- they planned mutiny, but then like they're like, well, he's dead anyways. So Oogle, Oggle, Oggle's captain. One, one battle after three hours, and 268 pirates were captured. 268 pirates. And somehow, the Navy was still, like, winning. I don't know. But on this, huh. they had um, 77 slaves who were all returned to slavery after. Oh, yeah. Wow. And then... Tried, this is where it gets confusing. This says tried and found guilty of piracy and murder were uh, 52 pirates. So 52 were publicly hanged. Um, and I guess this is the largest public execution of pirates. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Another 20 men were sentenced to hard labor in West Africa. Isn't that just slavery? Guess it's not. But I guess it's not. But I guess very few... Uh, live long. Maybe like indentured servant. Yeah, kind probably. Of thing. And then Captain Ogle, 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 Sir Ogle, received knighthood for his efforts and ended his career with the rank of Admiral. Good job, Admiral Ogle. 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 Admiral Ogle. 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 <clears throat> and that is the story of Bartholomew Roberts. <sighs> he, that's, his death is really sad. Like, not like, not sad, but like, in the sense of, for a pirate, you would want to go out cooler than being struck with shrapnel from your own cannon. Well, it was the other one. It could have been the other people's cannon. They were both shooting cannons, so. Well, then that one makes more sense, but I'm- Yeah, but still, like, he wasn't hit with- Yeah, it was just shrapnel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is unfortunate. When I first read it, I, like, was skimming through it quickly, and I was like, oh, he got shot. And then I, like, read it back before we started recording, and I was like, wait, that's not- Oh. Gotcha with the gun. Cannon shrapnel. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah, so. Wow. Pirates. Belligerent. Belligerent Bartholomew. Be Um, Can you make that the title? Belligerent Bartholomew. <laughs> I should. Provoking ghosts and belligerent Bartholomew. Yes. Okay. Unto the cards. Every time I go to shut my computer, I know, I get very PTSD. Yep. <laughs> I'll say this doesn't happen again. Okay, so you have one. I have two. Do you want me to go? You go. Me yes. Go? Okay. <clears throat> so the first card I have is Gypsy Queen. The keywords are karma and self-assessment. Oh. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about where this is going. The Gypsy Queen is a disciplined, persistent, and focused goddess. The dragons behind our queen on the card, on the card. <laughs> um, symbolize good fortune. In her hands, she holds a crystal ball for scrying, a form of divination, to gain mystical insight into her own subconscious mind. Mm. She is adept at this art, and she knows herself well, and has a deep insight into her own, her own motivations. She understands her own personal strengths, and she is aware of her character defects that are in need of improvement. She now has a clear course of action to take to improve her karmic path. Mm. Drawing this card calls upon you to practice focused and honest self-assessment on your intentions and actions. 
Ooh, I, I know. Like I love that card. I really like that. Self-reflection cards. <laughs> I feel like we've been getting that a lot. Touching the table a lot. Okay, so then we have with the astrology. heavenly bodies astrology. <laughs> uh, we have water. So. Water is the dark night and deep sea, a container for memory and secrets, a vessel for all that floats beneath the surface. It's the non-linear, non-verbal realm of feeling and intuition. Walls dissolve in this transcendent space with no up or down, me or you. Water swallows paradigms such as time and space, revealing the flimsy divide between all things deemed separate. Imagination harbors in its depths, sideways dreams float through timeless ether. Through this energy, you experience true intimacy with both self and others. It ties your past to present, your soul to being. And as the sun sees its own reflection in the sea, you recognize yourself in another and feel compassion. I literally this is love this so much. This ethereal force needs to be anchored as too much water means drowning in emotional overwhelm. Water can become an escapist energy where you are lost in fantasy, yet too little water and you become an island, unable to connect to the depths within and unable to reach out and touch another. The key words for energetics, so this is like the, the positives, I guess, yeah. whatever. Um, spirituality, intuition, compassion, empathy, imagination, fluidity, experiences psychic downloads dreams and emotional connections and then the shadow side of water is emotional overwhelm escapism loss of self the signs are it's cancer scorpio and libra no no i don't know that it's cancer is it i know it's cancer because i'm cancer and it's water Water signs are Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces. Pisces. Okay. Okay. So water signs um, is Cancer, which is my rising sign. Scorpio, which is Kyle's rising sign. And Pisces. Pisces. Which... I don't know a single person. I don't think I know any Pisces either. So, uh, last but not least, the Omen... Travel inward and tap into your emotional current. More self-reflection. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling today? Be gentle and loving as you witness anything that bubbles up. Practice stillness within these waters. Kiss each wave, but, all allow, but allow all thoughts and feelings to wash over you. Practice swimming with your feelings. Sink in without fear and absorb their potent messages, knowing you may always untether yourself. You have access to an eternal stillness beneath the wave. I like that so much. I really the like stillness. that card. I really, really like that card. Because I feel like, too, when most people talk about water, it's very, like, I feel like there's a lot of movement. Yes. And so, like, talking about, like, the stillness is good, too. Yeah. Like, while things are moving around you, like, you're still. Yeah. Oh, I really yeah. like that and one. it's really pretty, too. It the is. colors are very, like, purple, moody. 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 Yeah. Moody, like, full moon, right? So my second <laughs> card is Mystic Sisters. Keywords are psychic connections and shared visions. I know. The Mystic Sisters remind you to trust and value your closest friends, seek their advice, and offer yours to them. Mm -hmm. If you are not able to physically visit them, try contacting them by psychic means. 
There are those special few we meet in our lives with whom serious bonds form so deeply it feels like we've known each other's souls before in previous incarnations. These friendships offer lessons through which we can connect our karmic, correct our karmic behavior. They awaken us to hidden gems of character. Perhaps they have some aspects you admire but find lacking in yourself. All it may take to resolve your present issue is to channel your friend's nature. Let their voices be a guide. Send them love and gratitude in return. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. It's so cute. Also, the fact that this talks about karmic behavior and, and the so last the other card. One. They both talked about your karmic path and stuff. Yeah. I also well, think it's interesting. <laughs> I'll go first. <laughs> okay, I also go. think it's interesting because Gypsy Queen was talking about, like, self-reflection and whatever, whatever. Mystic Sisters talks about finding, like... Reflecting others. On, reflecting on what you don't have, but your friends have it, like, you want in yourself. Like, mm-hmm. not having that awareness. Yeah. Yeah. The karmic thing. The karmic thing. So, you know, I'm terrified of planes. Yes. And I'm about to go on a trip. Mm-hmm. And I've been dreading this trip. Not the trip itself. No. Not the trip itself. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to see Isla for her birthday. But I... Not to flex. Found my wedding dress. <laughs> um, and so because of that, my brain has this funny little way of um, making me think that I'm going to die on the plane before I have a chance to wear the wedding dress to my wedding. So, so. <laughs> that's been awful and I've really not been yep. able to sleep lately and it's it's been really bad. Um, but I was talking to my coworker at work, Stevie, mm. and... We have deep talks all the time, especially in the winter because it's so slow there. And mm. so it's just like we're like doing stuff, but like there's time to just be able to like right. unload trauma dump, yep. really. We tra- <laughs> trauma really? dump on yep. each other a lot. Um, and she was like, so basically you have all of these good things coming and you can't see yourself like having them because yeah. you've never had them before. Mm. And so you're worried about losing them. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly it. I don't want to, like, I am so content. For the first time in my life, I'm not worried about my weight or what I'm eating. Or Mm -hmm. I'm just, like, living. I'm worried about school, which is, for the first time, the only thing I'm worried about. And that is something that I've never been able to experience before. And so that's exactly what it is. I'm, like, scared of losing it all. I'm waiting, like, it's everything so good. It's like I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop Mm -hmm. kind of a thing, you know? And she just kind of, like, looked at me, and she was like, well, have you ever, like, stopped to consider that this is all, like, for the rest of your life is all good karma for all of the bad shit you've already had to experience in your childhood and your past? And I was like, wow. Huh. She's like, this, everything good that's happening to you now is Mm -hmm. everything you didn't get as a kid. Yeah. Like, with other stuff. All of the things... I was going to say, a lot of, like, the information that, like, you've had to learn within, like, the last couple of years is, like, horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was... Seeing it that. from that perspective... Yeah, my therapist didn't even say anything. Like, well, because, obviously, mm-hmm. like, it's just... It took... It's crazy. It just took that one thing. And then as soon as she said that, I was like, yeah, yeah. Like... You know, people in my family, like, joke, like, oh, any other kid that was, like, raised, like, grown up like you would be, like, a, a druggie or something like that. Not mm. that um. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But I'm very well off 
right now based on like statistically, mm. you know, being mm-hmm. raised by a single mom until I was, you know, and then a blended family and like all of these different things. Mm-hmm. Like I, I turned out pretty damn well thanks to uh, yeah. my mom and human papa mm-hmm. and Kevin and everyone, my whole family. It takes a village, <laughs> truly. <laughs> truly. Um, and so like hearing that I have been fine. Like I've been able to think about the plane ride during the day and like i don't cry about it immediately like i was before that's so great so like a uh switch just flipped yeah yeah as soon as she said that i was like wow wow i need to restructure my thinking process you're right actually (laughs) exactly that's so cute i know then that does that works so perfect (laughs) yeah it does yeah, it did keep saying that, and every time I said that, I was like, "That's not connecting with me." But it makes sense; it's connecting so yeah, much with you, it, like crazy. And then water—that is my yeah. Yep, I very much am an emotional person, and mm. that's I had I have a lot of water signs in like the rest of my chart. I think I'm pre- actually I'm pretty even. I have like three, 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 like for all oh. of the different stuff. So I'm pretty like neutral, but all of the ones that are like your personality, like outwardly, mm. um. The shell of the avocado. The skin. The skin. Is emotional. So. So. It's safe to so say that's a little me. emotional. On it. I don't know what. What mine are. Okay. Well, anyway. Well, anyway. Those oh. are. Oh. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> that's it. Anyway. Um. Imagine it. Imagine it. Um, you can find us on on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, <laughs> Reddit, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. Yes, watch our TikTok because yep. that's always TikTok. fun. If you want to see what these look like and us pulling, actually, you'll see it if you'll you're watching. It. You're but watching. if you want to see us pulling cards. them, check yep. out our TikTok. Um, we're really funny. We think we're funny. We think we're. You might find really us really obnoxious, funny. actually. Oh, our TikTok is oh my underscore podcast. Perfect. I think that's what a lot of our stuff is. Yeah. So or oh my podcast. Yeah. Oh my dot podcast. Anything like that. You'll find us. You'll find us. Hunter and Jade. Hunter and Jade. <laughs> oh my. Oh my. <laughs> oh my. Oh my. Hunter and Jade. Oh my. <laughs> okay. I think that's it. Yep. Bye. Bye.